Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the one and only Rock and Wrestling Podcast. wrestling podcast i am your host with the most nick and you're in the right place for all things rock all things wrestling and today's guest is none other than guitar virtuoso himself from the band seven dust clint lowry he's returning to the show to talk about his new solo ep that he i guess solo surprise ep that he dropped we talked about why he decided to do it as a surprise but his new solo called uh, EP called God Bless the Renegades. It's a, an acoustic EP, and we talk about all about why he went acoustic, kind of the thought process, especially everything going on in the world with the current pandemic, why it was easier to go that route, uh, why another solo release, kind of the meaning behind it, spe- uh, especially uh, there's a special meaning to it because he lost his mom right before, and this was kind of his grieving process. If you remember, we had cl- I had Clint on not too long ago, back in September, to talk about his solo rock record that came out so we get into that we get into plans for seven dust just the the world in general and the music business and the music industry and how he's keeping up with all that so uh if you get a chance make sure you spotify apple music wherever you get your music god bless the renegades it's uh clint lowry's latest release and he's on the show today to talk all about it but before we jump into that make sure uh you go back listen to last week's episode if you haven't already with the band Currents, uh, they're getting a lot of buzz. They're doing a ton of press right now with their new record, so definitely check it out. And it was great; got a great response on that interview. And speaking of great response, if you want to keep up on all things Rock and Wrestling podcast, make sure you follow on all the social media, including the old Twitter machine on Nick's on, uh, at Nick's RW Podcast, Facebook Nick's Rock and Wrestling Podcast, and Instagram Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Leave a five star review. On all Apple iTunes, if you think I've earned it, patreon.com slash rnwpodcast. If you want to support the show that way, you can do so like my number one man who's been with me since day one, Danny J. Pond. Man, we're going to have to get together after this pandemic and have some beers. Also, rockandwrestlingpodcast.com, Pro Wrestling Tees, get your official merch. You know where to go for all that great, great stuff. So, without further ado... I'm going to stop yakking, and we're going to get into the interview right now with none other than Clint Lowry. Here we go. (laughs) 
All right, it's a pleasure to have this man back on the show. I had him back last September when we talked about his his solo record that came out not too long ago, but he's back on because as of actually the moment we're recording this today, you dropped a surprise solo acoustic EP. Mr. Clint Lowry, you may know him from Seven Dust, but obviously been doing a lot of solo work. So, Clint, pleasure to have you back on, man. Thanks for having me, man. I'll definitely thanks for spreading the word i appreciate it yeah so let's let's start uh first last time you had Vaughn, we talked about uh your, your solo record that came out before we get into the new music you have how what was the response to once it was finally out there and uh how well it did obviously probably some plans changed with the world going to shit but other than that how <laughs> how how was the response and how how did things go you know really for that new venture for you it, it was cool man i mean it was um you know, the, I got a lot of positive feedback. You know, you always have a couple of people that are like, why and this and that. And, uh, but the overall, man, I, I couldn't have asked for a better response. You know, the seven dust community has always been open arms and, and loyal and, and, um, very cool to the outside projects that each of us kind of get involved with. So that was all, that's always good to know that family's there to support, but then, you know, earn, earning a new, a couple of new fans, people that are kind of being introduced to seven guys through this is kind of a unique take. And I, I love all that stuff. So, I mean, overall the response has been cool. Um, that's always the intention just to get some, just to get some music out there that someone can relate to. And it's, it was really good, man. I'm, I'm happy with the response. Yeah. That is unique for, for somebody to discover seven dust through your solo work. That is kind of a, a different, different Avenue. You know, you guys have been around for so long, you know, I've followed your career from the beginning, but for someone to, Oh man, that guy's in seven dust. I'll go check out seven dust. Now that is a different, unique, yeah. unique take where most people would have, you know, know you from seven dust, then check out your solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not a ton of people that are, that it works out that way, but yeah, it is kind of cool. I always think it's like kind of unique that that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the at hand. You just released a a surprise, which in the music industry is almost hard these days. A surprise acoustic EP. So talk a little bit about that. Why kind of a surprise rather than you know, hey, I've got an acoustic EP coming out, and kind of what these songs are, and, and kind of Obviously, you can't tour right now, so you got to put out as much music probably as you possibly can. So, just talk a little bit about the EP and the idea behind it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the first initial thought, you know, I, when everything kind of got the rug yanked underneath it, you know, it was like I was going to support the God Bless the Renegades record, but everything got shut down. My mother passed away. Um, I, I just needed this outlet. The fact that it was a surprise at first, I'm like, I just want to do this EP, no expectations, and just throw it out there. But then when everything started um, kind of happening with the pandemic and obviously with this, uh, with the the protests and everything that are going on right now, um, it just seemed like, you know, I, I didn't want to. I didn't think that there needed to be much promotion or much stuff taken away from those real important things that are going on in the world and. So this, the fact that it was a surprise really lined up with what, well with some very important things that were going down with everybody and voices that needed to be heard. So this is kind of like, okay, now out of nowhere, here's a little piece of music. If you're interested in stuff that I do, here's a, here's an afternoon of getting away from all that for a second just to listen to this. Um, you know, it was a very therapeutic thing for me to do. I mean, a lot of musicians say that, but it really was. It was um, – 
the only way I knew how to process my mom's passing and the fact that I wasn't, I was basically off tour indefinitely, you know, not knowing what I was going to do. So like you said, you might as well be productive with it. You might as well. I love writing. It's not a work thing for me. It's, it's fun. It's a passion. So yeah, the, the surprise thing is cool though. I, I don't know. I just thought it would be unique to the release and the fact that it was so limited as I, the way that I did it anyway. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool. I mean, because I know following other types of genres of music like rap rappers, you know, hip hop guys, they'll just hey, here's here's an EP because they can just put it together. Where you know, rock guys, well, we got to get a promotion, we got to get the band together. I think it's kind of kind of cool to hey, man, I put these songs together. Here it is. There's no promotion. Check it out. You know, it's funny you say that, especially in the hip hop releases. I mean, they do real time releases. There are songs that are completely connected with the George Floyd situation and everything. So I felt that was, that's brilliant. I think when you have the ability to do that, and like you said, you don't have a full band. You don't have to go in. I had all the stuff I did in my basement or at a local studio right around the corner where there were no drums. It was all electronical based stuff. So it's a lot easier to facilitate that type of uh, tracking system. And as opposed to a big rock band with all these members coming in at different times, you know, yeah, but that was what going to be my kind of my next question was you know was was it just a a logistic thing that hey I'll do it acoustically because it is easier for me to do rather than hey let me go electric I'm going to have to get musicians together or musicians to send me files was it just I'll do it acoustically because I can do it logistically much easier rather than plugging in okay I, I'm probably going to need a drummer I'm going to need a bass player how am I going to do this especially pandemic wise and everything. I mean, absolutely. That was the first thing was the first initial thought was just an acoustic and a voice, nothing else. And then I did, I, I was writing a couple of those songs and I reached out to Brian from 10 years, uh, which is a friend of mine, collaborator. I, I, I'm like, Hey man, would you dress up some, put some musical, like some program? I had like keyboards and different things in there already, but he kind of tied it in and put all the, you know, the beats and everything else on, on there that he does really well. So he was kind of my musical landscape collaborator on, on the whole thing. But you're right, exactly. It was like, I know I don't have, I can't get a full band together. Everyone's quarantined, all this. Uh, this will be the easiest way. And I've always been interested in electronic-based uh, music anyway. It's always been a cool thing, being such a Trent Reznor fan. Yeah, yeah, bringing that that extra extra element does give it cool i mean I'm, I'm really intrigued i mean it just dropped today and i was listening to some of it and it's 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 very cool because i like seeing artists like you were you know oh man heavy rock guy from seven dust that's what we think about but when you can strip down and write like a beautiful piece of music that like the ep is i think it's cool because it shows that you're versatile and it's not just big chest beating oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> beating all the time <laughs> yeah i mean you know you get to a certain age that you know, you, you want to explore I, as an artist. I just feel like it's, get, it gets a little redundant. Seven Dust is definitely more of the outlet for that stuff. And I definitely miss heavy music after I do a bunch of melodic stuff. It just makes me want to go the grass is greener creatively all, all the time. You know, I'm doing this now. I'm really anxious to write super heavy stuff. You know, it goes both ways. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've talked a lot about kind of the pandemic and everything, but, you know, I, I'd love to get it because you are, you know, in a high level band with Seven Dust. And how do you think, obviously, the pandemic coming through, bands can't tour, you can't do all this. Do you think, you know, the industry is, is really suffering right now? How do you think it will recover? Do you think, you know, 
it's really going to affect the small level bands that were on their way up. You know, how do you think overall, do you think the, the industry will cover? Are we going to see a, you know, is it going to take a couple years or, you know, bam, right as soon as things are, we start to get a little bit back to normal, it'll recover really fast because people are anxious for it. What, what is your take? I, you know what? I think about it all the time along with everyone else. And I, I've talked to, you know, my peers, I talked to the promoters, booking agents, all these people. And, you know, the real, the, the, the basic idea, um, you know, that until there's like a vaccine and everything that's put in place, I think we're going to be in this weird uh, holding pattern. Um, I don't really love the idea of playing with these with these barriers and masks and all that stuff. It just kind of makes it an odd experience. I wouldn't be against doing it. Um, I think it's like you said, it's going to take a couple years for this to, to pan out, but then who's to say how this is going to develop in the fall and the winter, or is it going to come back or what, you know, you never, I never knew any of this was going to happen a year from year ago. So it's hard to predict. I would hope it could get back sooner than later, but that will be kind of naive. I, I really think it's going to be a process. And if someone came out tomorrow and said, you can, you guys can all tour, everything's fine. It, you know, we completely cured it. I still think people will be shell shocked. I think people, it's going to take people a while to come out of their little uh, isolation, you know? And so everything is going to be off for a while. The the good and bad of it is to me that everyone is suffering at, at the same time. There's no one that's uh, being put in this. There's no particular genre of music. This is everybody. No shows are happening. I mean, so I think there's another business of streaming shows that because it's been the only avenue it's going to be this new business i think it's going to be a unique way uh, it's taught people how to kind of collaborate uh there's been these ton of these artists writing songs together and covering songs so there, i think that new culture of streaming is going to be something that's now in the in the the, the recipe now for for entertainment yeah, I think the streaming is definitely. I've seen a couple of bands. I saw like Steel Panther did one over the weekend that I checked out. That was that was real cool. But I'm hoping I that, got a shout out. I got a shout yeah. out on that. <laughs> they're, they're they're one of my favorite bands, man. They just they are just they don't take themselves too serious, and that's what I love about it. It's just they were much needed, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, you mentioned, you know, obviously the streaming avenue. My hope is that we get people back to not maybe necessarily the physical product, but checking out the studio music. I mean, the the business model shifted to where it's, yeah, you put music out, but you got to go tour, tour, tour. I hope people now go and check out and listen to full records again. Like, well, you're, you're quarantined. You can't go to a show. Let's go listen to this artist new, whether it's an EP like yourself, new record, that way, right, and, and get acquainted with newer music rather than I'm just going to listen to the, the hits when I go and see them play live. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's, it's, it's made people really have to focus on a lot of things that they normally wouldn't have focused on, connections in a, th- in a way they'd never connected before. And then it makes, I, I think it's going like, to, yeah, I think you mentioned it too, it's going to feed everyone's appetite. Once they're, you know, they're going to miss all of this for a second. It's all been taken away from everybody. So hopefully it'll create that thirst for it again. People won't start taking, you know, for granted what, what it is and how special these outings are. You know, I've always appreciated the fans that come. and But I think everyone, myself included, are going to be dying for a real show. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, you know, sometimes I would be like, man, you know, ticket prices can be a little expensive. Now it's like, man, I don't, who cares? I, yeah. I, I'd pay just to go because I want to go to go see a band live. The, <laughs> the thing that's going to be a problem is everyone's going to bottleneck. Everyone's going to be coming out at the same time, you know. 
it's just going to be this onslaught of everybody playing shows, everybody. So that's a better problem to have, obviously, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Along the lines right at the, the top, we kind of t- touched on it. Did I don't want to say, did you feel discouraged, but, man, did, could you say this was worse timing because you, you did your solo record, it comes out, you're trying to promote it, maybe get out, get out there on the road, and then it's like, bam, everything hits, and you're like, Son of a bitch! Right? Why, why right now? <laughs> oh man! I, I, you know what? It's one of the last conversations I have with my mom. She's like, you know what? Because she knew for many years I've been wanting to do this, and it was finally here. And she's like, you know, leave it, leave it to us to have you finally come out with your own record. And a pandemic of the century comes, and we had a good laugh about it. But you know, I was able to get out and do one full tour with Alter Bridge. Thank God. So I, there was a lot of bands gearing up getting ready to start their first tour ever and then just being shut down. So I, you know, I'll take my, you know, I'll take my lumps with everyone else. Uh, I am really thankful. I got to play some shows though. I mean, that was just the, that would have been really, really disheartening, you know? Yeah. Well that's, I mean, and what a band to play with too, alter bridge. It, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a huge platform to get your, your solo stuff out. And obviously have you, I mean, you've obviously probably been in contact with the guys from Seven Dust, but has this kind of pushed back your guy? I know last time we talked, you got you kind of had a, you know a streamlined process of where things were. Obviously, timetable wise, that's probably going to be backed up as well because once you come out of this, you want to do your solo and then move into Seven Dust, or is it just going to be just kind of chaos once things start to get going? Man, you know, you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, I've, I've missed my window. I mean, when Seven Dust starts back up, which will be soon. Uh, this, you know, it, it's going to be time for that. That's always kind of the priority. Uh, that's what put me here. It's what I need to, that I owe all my priority to. So, I mean, I, you know, it's seven us is going to come out. Maybe I'll, it'll be a situation where some of the guys had mentioned me opening up for seven dust, <laughs> you know, like doing it like that, where I can support it a little bit more, but you know, we'll see. I mean, it, it's, it is, it's definitely, uh, a curveball and everything for that. I really wanted to establish myself as a, as a front man, you know, and get learn and get more experience. But with that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be excited when seven dust comes out. I can't, I can't push seven dust back for this. Uh, but because it took a lot of finagling to, to line these up as it was, you know, I knew seven dust is going to be off anyway for most of this year. So, um, nothing's really changed. It just sucks that I can't play the shows in between the dark, the seven dust dark time, you know, yeah, well, I, I, that that is terrible, and that that's what talking to a lot of bands, man. It's just you know, especially right now, summertime with festival season, whether it's in Europe or here, man. They, you know, a lot of bands rely on that huge in, that huge payday, and, and not to have that is, you know, I I think of the big bands like you know the Metallicas, the Guns, and they, they're going to be fine because they have that. I think about those those bands that are on on the brink, right? You know, coming up that you know this you know the next tour could really make it or break it for them and not being able to do it is really going to be a struggle for them i have countless friends or mid-level bands like us you know that they it's like a shark you know swim or die you know a lot of crew guys a lot of people out of work with no no way to make money you know no warning or anything and it's a tough thing man it's a tough thing to watch all bands but you know, are there worse things you can be dealing with? Even outside of music, a lot of people are dealing with this. It's not like anyone's immune to it. You know, people will survive and they'll figure it out, but it's just still kind of hard to watch. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Back to the back to the new the new EP. What was the kind of? Obviously, we talked about kind of the structure and it being acoustically, but songwriting wise, man, was it just? 
let me write what comes out of me or did you have anything particular in the songs that hey man i kind of want to do this or was it just let it flow and, and see what comes out i'm sorry what was the last thing you said i said when you wrote this the songs for the new ep when you're writing them did you you know let just let it flow or what did you have a particular like you know hey man i think i kind of want to do something like this this will sound like this or was it just man i want to get you know my mom passed away everything going on let me just flow and see what comes out yeah i mean i knew that i was gonna i knew one of the songs were gonna be based basically kind of about the whole situation how watching her go and pass i wanted to write a song about that you know just because my mom when she was a musician she that's how we expressed ourselves always and she was one of my biggest supporters and um so that was one of the i wrote three songs you know out of the new the five songs three of them were new those three were written in consecutively uh order just like they are on the cd and it was um i didn't want to spend a lot of time on it i just had these you know some ideas that i just started writing and vocally obviously it was hard to not write about the pandemic and the the lockdown and that's what distance is about, you know, just how we have all these things at our disposal and we yank them away and we're like these screaming babies, you know, the kind of the candy taken out of their mouth. And, you know, we need to really think about what, what that, what that means. But yeah, I mean, it was just one, it was easy as all this very highly emotional, inspirational uh, situations going on. Uh, so it was very easy to write. Yeah, it is. I'm a guitar player myself, man, and doing the acoustic thing is, I'll give you props, because it sounds great, and it's difficult, because I'm so used to, well, what's a cool, heavy riff, and then you got to think about, well, when you're on acoustic, man, just, you know, lay out a little bit, so yeah, it it is great stuff, and I think I'm close with my mom, too, so I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, having some songs written about, you know, the passing, it's cool, and I think people... Are, are gonna dig it because i was listening to it this morning and it was like oh man this is you know even my my roommate walked by he's like you don't have your, your normal you know heavy stuff on in the morning well, i was like well i got clint coming on the show and i want to listen to it and it's like man this is cool <laughs> this is cool it's more you know mellow you almost compare it to like you know like a gnr lies where it's you know you don't expect expect that from somebody that's in seven dust but it's cool when you do hear it because it shows a whole different side Oh man, thank you, man. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's it's about just trying to do different things. You know, some people will dig it, some won't. But that, I just for me, it was uh, much needed. It made me feel better, and uh, I hope a couple people get it. You know. Yeah, definitely. So uh, obviously, where real quick as we wind down, I appreciate you coming back on, man. It's a pleasure to have you on again. Where can everybody check out the EP and check out what you've got going on? And hope you know, hopefully, you'll be back out on the road soon. But who knows? <laughs> Oh man, I mean, you know, you can go to clintlowry.net. You can go to any of my social media uh, outlets. Uh, Rise Records has put, you know, put the record out. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Streaming services that are out there, it's out there. Um, just so, just check it out, share it, and that's the that's the best promotion you can have. Someone listening to it, liking it, and telling someone else, "Hey, man, I really like this. I think you should check it out." That's the best marketing tool you could have. Yeah. So uh, I stand by the music, and I hope I hope people dig it, man. Yeah, hopefully, and then like we said, man, do it maybe uh, streaming from Clint Lowry's basement. That's what we. That's what you do to to promote it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I did the actual. There's a video for Distance that I actually like took a, a bunch of GoPros and recorded. Did a bunch of footage myself, and my one of my managers, uh, Chuck, this guy, he was really good at it. He kind of put the video together. So there's a video that I actually did in my basement because I couldn't go anywhere, you know. 
Yeah, so it have to you have to do a full set of it, man, because like like we talked about, man, who knows when the next time is out there, man? And I, I like I said, I hope hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later, but who knows right now? <laughs> yeah, you never know, man. You never know. So, Clint, it's a pleasure, man. Thanks for coming on, man, and good luck with that. And uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see you when the pandemic's over. I hope so, brother. I hope to see. You. I'll be. We'll give each other a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. All right, man. Once again, I want to thank Clint Lowry for joining me on the show, man. Great to have him back. Make sure you uh, go check out his new solo acoustic EP, God Bless the Renegades. Check out his other solo release that came out as well earlier this year and all his great material from Seven Dust from over the years. You know where to find the show, social media, as mentioned at the top of the show, merchandise, all that good stuff. And next week, got another rock and roll band, but they've got a huge wrestling connection. Uh, current AEW World Heavyweight Champion John Boxley. We've got the band Violent Idols that does his entrance music. We have V from Violent Idols. He is uh, joining me on the show. It's a fantastic, it's about a 40-minute interview. We talk wrestling, we talk music, we talk just everything in between. It's a perfect interview for this show. It's going to be fantastic. So V from Violent Idols will be right here next week as we jump into July already and you know, the year is half over, man. Hopefully the year gets better because it hasn't been that great of a year so far, but it can only go up from here. So next week right here on the Rock and Wrestling Podcast, Violent Idols. Until then, peace. I'm out.